0: As a very wise man once said, for every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction, but he didn't tell you this one little thing. What is this little thing, you may ask? Well, you're going to find out in today's episode of Empower Hour. Bing, bong, boom! (laughs) What's up and welcome to Empower Hour, the number one place that you can always count on. To get your mind right, so you can get your body right, so that you can go and see whatever transformational result it is that you want to see. My is Jared Hines, I am your host, and today we got some juice for you. And uh, there's going to be so much revelation, so much overall sense of clarity when it comes to the overall results it is that you are getting in your day-to-day life. I personally guarantee you that on today's episode, uh, there's going to be some like big whoa, aha, type moments in which that are going to fully allow you to obtain. Dude, Jared, why are you doing like weird little pauses? Great question. Seriously, dude, stop. All right, fair enough. Anyways, it's going to allow you to obtain great results that you've been wanting to seek but you haven't really been able to find fully. These uh, areas and categories, they can be classified uh, in those such as weight loss and fitness, which is probably why you're here. It can pertain to finances. It can pertain to uh, relational goals. It can pertain to everything and anything that you can seek after. So today's law is the law of cause and effect. And I absolutely love this law uh, because the moment that you fully understand it is the moment that you can actually grasp and apply everything that good old Newton said in his third law. Now I'm about to get really deep right now. <laughs> so please grab a pen, grab a paper. Something that you can write with uh, because this is just, uh, you can't pass up the opportunity to write this stuff down because it's absolutely going to change everything. Now, I hope that you've actually gone through and listened to the other episodes up until this point. There's just tons of value, tons of content, and, well, we're going to be taking all of these immutable laws and really finding practical yet applicable steps that you can take To specifically lose weight, yes. But, I mean, if you want to bring about other things in your life in every single area, then, oh my gosh, like, they always apply to anything and everything that exists inside of this continuum. Continuum containing time, space, and matter. And, well, that's both you and me. So let's get super deep right now. Law of cause and effect for everything that is acted upon there is an equal and opposite reaction. Now, this reaction is critical to understand. And here are some examples. For every bit of light that there is, there is a bit of dark, right? For every motion that goes backwards, there is an opposing responding motion that goes forward. For every left, there is a right. And for every up, there is a down. Jared, are you telling me that uh, if I go up, then I'm going to go down? Well, of course I'm going to tell you that. But that's only the first half of this very intricate puzzle, because that's what the law of cause and effect is. It is a very intricate, delicate, precise puzzle. And the problem with most people today is that they do not look at the second half of this puzzle. They look at the puzzle that you can rationalize. You can rationalize the fact that if you go up or if anything for that fact goes up, it's got to come down. For every time that you go left, there's an equal time that you end up going right. For every time that you turn left to go into a drive through you turn right to exit it, right? For every five pounds lost, there are five pounds yet to be gained that almost instantaneously presents itself. You know what I'm talking about. You go on a fitness journey or you quote unquote diet, right? Diet stands for, did I eat that? Because that is exactly what ends up happening to those who choose to diet. And the law of cause and effect couldn't apply any more than to that specific example. And you know exactly what I'm talking about. Now, to understand the second half of this law's very delicate puzzle i want you to write down right now or just a just in your head or wherever it is that you're at preferably write it down write down these two words super important that we get this down write down number one reaction what is a reaction a reaction takes place when one element physically and or mentally Engages with a set of internal and or external stimuli categorized by unprecedented emotion. That's the very first word. The second word that I'd like you to write down and or project into your frontal lobe (laughs) is the word respond and or response. Now, at first glance, those two words seem very, very, very similar, right? Uh, In fact, you may say they are the same exact thing. Well, I'm here to tell you that they are not the same exact thing because the definition of respond and or response is a delayed gathering of both intellectual and emotional output then orderly expressed via means of external or internal reply. Feel free to go ahead and pause this and or uh, go back 30 seconds and or a minute to make sure that you get those definitions down. Now, I've always found both of these words very, very, very interesting, especially when I learn the real definition and the real meaning of what both of them actually are portraying. And if you're not following along with me right now, I'm going to actually break it down for you in the same way it was broken down for me so that we can come to this acceptance that react and responding are not the same thing. Let's take the base words. We have react and then we have respond. Well, if you hyphenate those words, the prefix to each of those is re. Re means to do something again. Example, redo, reignite. Breaking down the definition of the law of cause and effect, for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. So, everything that needs redone is the opposite reaction of something being done, right? Uh, anything that needs reapplied is the secondary action, the negative one of the first application, which was apply. Something had to have been applied in order. To have the opportunity present itself to be reapplied, insinuating the negative that it then fell off or became dismantled in some way, shape, or form. Now, look at the word react. React insinuates that there is a re attempt of an action that had failed. The only times that we ever react is when there is an action that had positive output causing us to have to react towards what was initially acted upon 99% of people who try to lose weight they react emotionally to whatever source of external stimuli has been presented at that point they let their reaction towards that external stimuli then determine what their action is going to be. Now remember, for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. So if they react to what their coworkers brought to work cause they can't control what their coworkers bring to work. No, thus letting someone else's irresponsible actions intended for positive construct, Notice that the coworker who brings a dozen donuts to work doesn't mean anything bad by it. In fact, to their eye, they're bringing everyone some sweet treats that release dopamine and give us all a sugar fix that we cannot deny. They mean well. But because they mean well, there is also the opposing, which is a reaction, has to be had. Because a positively intended action was made first. In this case... Because the initial action caught us emotionally and intellectually off guard, there has to be an equal and opposite reaction to counteract it. Luckily, that's where reacting kind of gets out of the picture and you can choose to either react to something or you can choose to respond to something. Reacting comes naturally. Responding is gonna take a little bit of training and a lot of humility. A great way to determine whether or not you are a reactor or you are a responder is one thing. And that one thing is emotional intellect, AKA emotional stability, those who have their emotions in check. Those who have emotional intelligence that they can at any point in time not let their emotion control the decision, but they can verify via logic and or rational source to always ensure that the proper and correct decision is being made. Yes, there is a time and a place to go based off of your feelings and how something makes you feel, but there are far greater situations that require both emotional intelligence and intellectual intelligence than those of which only require an emotional feedback to whatever situation it is that's going on. If you can humble yourself and learn the skills necessary to transfer from being a reactor to a responder, anything that your heart so desires, will be given to you because you will always be coming from a point of both emotional intelligence and intellectual intelligence for every action there's an equal opposite reaction while the opposite of intellect is emotion it's not dumb no we got other words for that (laughs) but notice how i just flipped the script on you because earlier i said when you go into this place of reacting It's based off of good or bad. Well, isn't emotion based off of good or bad? Yeah. If you only react based off of intellectual intelligence, things will only ever be right or wrong. Which does go hand in hand with, for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. For every light, there's a dark. For every right, there's a wrong, right? Right? Both emotion by itself and intellect by itself require no sense of discipline. They require no sense of humility. Why? Because they are based off of natural instinct. So is the way of the reactor. But to the one who responds, they use something a little different. The responders have obtained the key This very key is the key that gets you, it gets me, it gets all of us out of this thing called the rat race. The word react, the redoing of something that was previously acted upon with only either emotional intellect or intellectual intellect. Now, breaking down the word respond, this one's a little bit different. So... The word respond, if you look at that second half of it, the word spawned actually means something. I don't know if you knew that or not. But you break down and hyphenate the word respawned, you get re and then you get spawned. Well, if you look at the word spawned, it being of Latin origin, spawned means to pledge or to promise. Well, if the word respond breaks us out of the reactor category, you remember how in the word react, the prefix there was to do something again or back or something insinuated of the word negative or negativity. Yes. Now, if we look at the word respond, the re in front of the spawn actually has a different meaning and a different definition because as to one of the words is a negative construct, the other must be of positive construct. It has to be. Why? Because then it would not follow the law of cause and effect. for every action. There's an equal and opposite reaction. The equal and opposite reaction of react is respond. So. The first part, that prefix, has to mean the opposite of back, of stopping. We look at the re that is in front of the spond. This re means continuance. It means progression. Now, if we combined progression with a pledge or a promise, or if we combined it with a continuance of a pledge or a promise. What words could you construct from the word response? I don't know. Maybe responsibility? Yep. Mm hmm. What happens when you're responsible with something? Well, you get trusted with a lot more, right? Things progressively happen towards whatever thing it is that you are being responsible with. If you're responsible, with your eating, you will then, whether you know it or not, continually pledge to yourself or promise to yourself that the result that you are obtaining can and will be verified via both emotional intellect and intellectual intellect at the same exact time, making it responding to your once previous negative situation. The negative situation being, we had some unwanted weight on us, it was stopping the energy, it was stopping the sex drive, it was stopping us feeling our absolute best. But do you see the challenge there? The challenge is, in a state of reaction, It's easy to react. It takes no effort. There's no willpower. There's no mental power uh, that comes into reaction. Why? Because emotional power in some people and or only intellectual intellect ends up coming out, making it very one-sided. Well, it can't be one-sided because there's an equal and opposite reaction, right? Because it's one-sided, it will be categorized as either right or wrong. For the emotional type, it is either good or bad. And if only good is going to present itself, those who choose to be one-sided will always be blindsided by its opposing counterpart. And then they will have no idea why they can't lose the weight or why their money's going down the drain or why their relationships continue to suck. It is when both pieces of this very delicate puzzle come together and decide that there is not an emotional response without intellectually verifying. And there's not an intellectual response without emotionally verifying. And notice there, that's a two-way street. That decision is not gonna be made unless both sides of the spectrum agree. And if both sides can agree, because there can only ever be one equal and opposite reaction to every single act, every single state of doing something, you, they, them, we, me, can finally take control and not let somebody else's actions determine the quality of life and or our own personal decisions so that we can actually see the things that we want to see and obtain the results that we want to obtain, that you want to obtain. And that's a fact, Jack. So my challenge to you is for the next seven days, I want you to consciously become aware of, hey, do I react to things? And if I do react to things, do I react to them based off of emotional intellect? Because you are Either one, extremely emotionally intellectual. Let your emotions fully guide and govern everything. Or you're the second one, which is intellectually intellectual. Meaning you let logistics, you let numbers, you let facts, figures, and logic guide every single one of your decisions. You're one of those two naturally. So naturally, you will automatically default to a state of reaction. Because at first it appears positive, but then it will always reveal its negative counterpart. Every single time co-worker brings donuts into work, you react via emotion. Ooh, that would taste so good. Mm, Let me eat some donuts. (laughs) Or in the same exact example, you'll respond So co-worker brings donuts into work. You don't even notice the donuts. Why? Because a state of response determines the action step that is first presented. And if that takes place, you can respond to everything that you know is best for you. Not what somebody else thinks is best for you, right? that darn coworker bringing those donuts. Or what somebody else feels is best for you. Oh, these will make you feel really good. But the responder in this situation done already meal prep their food. They done brought it to work. They done put it in the kitchen, which is not where the donuts are. The donuts are in the main lobby at work. The kitchen, the kitchen. The food that was being meal prepped that was warm is now responding to the cool to preserve it for positive use in the immediate future. Then come break time, the responder grabs the food out of the fridge, places it inside of the microwave waiting for the food to respond to the microwaves inside of that electric box. When responded fully, that electric box beeps, letting you know that you now need to respond to the food that is inside of that electric box. And if you don't do it in time, that food that is really warm and positive, okay, follow me right now. It's warm, and it's positive, and it's ready to be consumed or responded towards, right? Right. But if you neglect it, it now goes into a reactive state when it reacts to the elements that are in the air, cooling it down, drying it out, and what was once responded to is now going to be reacted to. In a negative construct. And then maybe the food gets dried out because you forgot about it and you toss it in the trash, you walk past the lobby, boom, for every action, equal an equal and opposite reaction. So for something negative happening, your food drying out because you didn't attend to it fast enough, boom, something positive, or at least positively was perceived in that moment, <laughs> gets presented. Hello, there's the donuts. Ooh, wee. Then we react to the donuts, thinking that we're responding, causing us to feel tired, feel down, feel fat. Yeah. Doesn't feel good. But if you grab that food out of that microwave in time, your body is going to respond accordingly. It's going to digest properly because that's the body's response to great foods going inside of your body. And then because the body was responding, just as you water a seed in the ground, you gain a fruit or you gain a crop, the body is now taking in all that yummy, yummy. And then can give you the proper output. It will give you the response that you so desire. In the form of losing the damn weight and feeling your best. And then at that point, it just responds to everything. (sighs) Because you chose to be a responder and not a reactor. This is going to wrap up today's episode. Looking forward to doing the next episode with you. I know we got really in depth and really in detail. But man, it couldn't be any more true. And that's exactly where you're going to get here at Empower Hour because it's the number one place where you can always go and count on to get your mind right so then you can get your body right so that you can get anything and everything that your heart so desires. And, yes, that does include your ultimate fitness transformation. God bless you, my friend. God keep you. We will see you on the very next episode of Empower Hour.